This is episode number 135 with Andreas Jones. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. In each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, and I'm extremely excited to be here with you today as we welcome my good friend, Andreas Jones, to the podcast. But before we do that, I want to encourage you as always, if there are any friends, family members, business partners, anyone that you feel might benefit from the Success 101 podcast and the message that I bring, please share that with them so that they have a chance to hear the message that I'm bringing each week and hopefully find new pathways to success and peak performance in their own lives. If you've enjoyed the Success 101 podcast, head over to iTunes, give it a five-star rating and a review. That's what's going to keep this thing going on into the future. So now onto our show this week, episode number 135 with my good friend Andreas Jones, as I mentioned. Andreas is the founder of Combat Business Coaching and the number one bestseller of Business Leader Combat. He's a business coach, consultant, advisor, and Army Combat veteran and helps business owners double their profits and get their time back through coaching and consulting so they can grow their business without the stress, overwhelm, and frustration, and also build meaningful businesses so they can have more profit and really dominate their space. Andreas' service in the Army forged his character, and he is profoundly grateful for it, and he used those lessons he learned in the Army to become a VP at SunTrust Bank early in his career, and then later to start his own company, combat business coaching and become the man he is today. So without any further delay, let's cut to my conversation with Andreas Jones. Hey, Andreas, welcome to the Success 101 podcast. How you doing out there today, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Jared. Man, it is a pleasure. I've seen your name out there on so many things, so many uh, different interviews and podcasts, and most of them about building success and building business. I know that that's what you do now. As I mentioned in the intro, you're the founder of Combat Business Coaching and a whole list of other things that we'll get into here in a few minutes. But you've been on, uh, obviously, CBS, ABC. You've been featured on Fox, a contributor to the Huffington Post, USA Today. The list goes on and on, and now is a special day because... Now you can add the Success 101 podcast to that prestigious list of places that you've been. So we are glad to have you here. And uh, as I mentioned in the intro, founder of Combat Business Coaching, number one best-selling author of Business Leader Combat, business coach, consultant, advisor, and Army Combat veteran. Look forward to hearing more about that. And really, uh, I would say that just from what I know about you is you help business owners double their profits and get their time back through coaching and consulting so that they can, I guess, just go out and build meaningful businesses in, uh, in really any economy. I want to start all the way back, Andreas, if you don't mind, though. Take us back to your Army days where all this started and what you learned about leadership. And let's go way back to your, your roots and what led you down the path of success that you found today. 
Oh, absolutely. I think that's a great um, starting place uh, for me um, personally. Um, so I um, kind of a quick backstory about me. I, I grew up in Jamaica, um, country population, about 2.6 million people with a poverty rate of 85%. And so opportunities were limited to say the least, and kind of the entrepreneurial spirit is kind of forced upon you to become creative, to figure out a way to support your family. As my parents did, both my parents were uh, small business owners, and that's how they provided for me and my six brothers. Um, so I graduated high school um, in Jamaica, migrated to the States, and went straight into the U.S. Army. And the uh, U.S. Army, as I, I could honestly say, it's been the best nine years I spent in my life outside of um, being married to my wife um, because the lessons and the preparation that the Army gave me for life, for business, and for anything else in between, um, it's been tremendous. And um, the number one thing you learn um, in the Army day one is that I'll never quit and I'll never accept defeat. And I've taken that attitude uh, with me into pretty much everything I do. Um, you know, marriage has been tough sometimes. Business has been tough. Work has been tough. But I, I keep reminded of my uh, military training. I will never quit. I'll never accept defeat. And those two things have just stuck with me through every facet of my life I can think about with all the challenges, with all the day to day stuff that goes on with everyone's life. Um, those, those two things has really helped me to, to really put a stake in the ground and keep moving. Now, Andreas, I know that there are a ton of people out there that go through the military and they have leadership training, they have skills training, they go through the same things that you did. What made you interested in coming out and pursuing a path of business leadership that you now follow today into your endeavors? Okay, so I think that path, uh, I say, will trace back to my parents being um, small business owners, and I saw the, um, the effects of that. Um, I saw the effects of when business was going great for them, how happy we were. We're taking trips. We're having a good time. And I saw the effects of when business was slow. Um, my parents are arguing. It, it was it was tough because, you know, um, business kind of runs over into your personal life sometimes if you like it or not. And so um, going through the military and having those experiences really prepared me um, to create a uh, a workflow that I myself follow and then I later on started teaching it to other people. And so um, leadership um, in military is, is just about strategy. And, you know, you could be strategic in any area of your life, um, personal, marriage, anything. And it's basically figuring out what I'm going to do and why I really want to do it. Um, you know, so, you know, you're going to get married. What's the strategy behind your marriage? Are you just why you get married. Um, you know, obviously the number one reason is you're supposed to love someone and you want to create a life with someone. But, um, you know, there are other people married for various reasons. Some people married, you know, to, to join assets and do plenty of other things. So it's all, it's all about being strategic in everything that you do um, that I learned from the military. So think about what and why I'm really doing this and um, what are the effects of it um, if I make that decision. So when you left the Army, I know you left there, as you mentioned, with an incredible amount of leadership, which later took you, surprisingly, to the role of VP at SunTrust Bank, if I'm not mistaken. And now you've taken those Army lessons into the world of business and not only taken them that far, but continued to grow them so that you can help others become better. 
And as you and I had talked about offline, this podcast is called the Success 101 Podcast. It's about getting to the grassroots level of success. How can we go out today and make success happen with the building blocks? And I've got a really, uh, I've got a really tough question for you. It may not be tough for you. You're probably prepared to answer it here. But what makes you, Andreas Jones, what makes you qualified to coach me if I'm one of your clients through a business coaching model? And what would I gain from you through combat business coaching experience? Oh, awesome. That's a great question. I say one uh, what makes me different from anyone else you'll meet is that um, I don't think no one else has had my experience at business um, from growing up in a business, being in a business, working in businesses all, pretty much all my life. But not also is uh, just my ability to connect with people and really understand where they're coming from. Um, you know, there's so many things going on. And uh, if you quick example, if you Google how to grow my business, you'll get 168 million hits on how to grow your business. So it could be incredibly confusing. And I I have found that I have the ability to break through all that clutter and really connect with people and understand their issues and exactly what they need um, to get through those issues. And I wonder how many of those millions of uh, results that you'd find on that hit are actually the right way to build businesses. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You, yeah, there, there are tons of different things. And um, there are four core things that I really bring bring business down into that you must get right um, to do that. And the number one thing is have to get your mindset and your thinking in the right place. Um, I can't stress how important that is as a success one-on-one building block. Uh, if you start with a wrong mindset, it all goes downhill from there. Um, and you know, I challenge anyone any day to talk to anyone who has any resemblance of success that you think is successful, and they'll tell you that it started with their mindset, believing and thinking that they could do it and they could beat all the odds. Oh, it's huge. I was just talking about uh, that with someone this morning, a, a young financial advisor here in our business that I'm coaching, and he's already hit a, a pretty substantial milestone here um, as far as you know what I would call success 101 for his practice. And uh, I could already tell there's a little bit of that slump. You run through the yellow tape at the end of the line, you push and push and push and push, and you get through that yellow tape, and you kind of put your hands on your knees and rest for a second, and you go, okay, now what? Like, like you, you got to go chase something else now. And for so many people, their mindset, especially for entrepreneurs, they just can't keep going. They have a couple of defeats here and there. And normally, it's not monetary defeats, even though those can, those can sting, right? It's the mindset defeats. And so coaching someone in your corner that can coach you through that, such as you and what you're doing, is so crucial for the entrepreneurs out there. Take us through two, three, and four of uh, those building blocks of success in your business. Yeah, so uh, number two is, as I said earlier, is a strategy. You have to have a strategy. As I said, if you wanted to start a business, grow a business, there are about 168 million reasons. Google will tell you why. And um, it's easy to get confused. So you got to understand um, what your strategy is, what is your end goal, what are you trying to accomplish with your business, with your product, with your service. And uh, understanding that question and asking yourself that question will open the possibilities of what your business can and will be um, if you approach uh, that, with, approach growing your business with the right strategy. And then number three is your tactical execution. So it makes no difference in the world if you have the greatest strategy, if you don't execute it. If you don't execute on your plans and your goals and, and your dreams, it means nothing in the world. It's just, you know, hey, I have a great dream. And so a tactical execution is, um, is of utmost importance, as with all these four things. 
and then number four is timing. You understand timing in, in, in the marketplace. Um, is what you're bringing to the market at this point, is it is there a need for it? Is your customer responding to that um, product or do they, are they wanting that service that you're providing? And um, is, it, is it the right time for you professionally and personally to take this next step? Um, because you got to understand that each time you make a decision in your business, um, if you have a family, especially, it, it, it affects them in many ways that you might not thought about. So you got to understand timing is really important um, when you're approaching business and uh, going to grow your business. So Andreas, for those out there driving around who can't write this down, of course, I'll link everything back in show notes. But real quickly, go back through just those bullet point uh, items we've got starting off with mindset. So the four things you must get right to grow your business and to be successful is you have to have your thinking, your mindset, the right place. You have to have a, a purposeful strategy. Um, you have to have tactical execution. So you got to execute on your strategies and you have to have the right time and no um, understanding um, the market or understanding the space that you want to go in. Um, if there's a need, if the market is looking for that, if there's a response to what you're putting out. So I want to tackle those four, a little bit about those four here in just a second. But the first thing I want to do is make sure that I read, uh, and this is really not something you're supposed to do on a podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway here because it's my podcast and I can do that if I want to. Uh, And that is just to read word for word off someone's website. But I didn't think I could capture it as well as you did if I just gave a quick stat here and there. Uh, But here's what it says on your website, Andreas, um, for those of you listening out there. Here is what I already know about you. Business owners and entrepreneurs are some of the most courageous, creative, and incredible human beings on the planet. The world needs you right now in all your glory. We all have the potential for outstanding entrepreneurial success. Unfortunately, I also know that most entrepreneurs struggle and fail to thrive. Did you know that in the United States today, as few as 10% of entrepreneurs ever achieve six-figure revenues? That is scary. Andreas, I did not know that. I had no idea that uh, 10% of entrepreneurs ever will achieve that six-figure revenue. Your statistics here go on to say the statistics speak for themselves. Eight out of 10 businesses fail in the first five years. I actually had heard that stat before, and that's, that's incredible in and of itself. And the next stat you have here is only 1% of business owners are millionaires, and that hasn't changed since the 1950s. Wow, why are we not growing as entrepreneurs with all the technology, all the information, all the data, and all the people that are, you know, going out on their own path to create their own success and that kind of being the thing? You know, back in the day, entrepreneur wasn't like a buzzword like it is today. Why are we not growing since the 1950s in our pursuit of building our own businesses and running those? I'll say um, if, if there's one thing I can point that to, uh, out of the say it would be leadership. Um, any study you look at, any um, stat you look at, I'm concerned in business, there's guaranteed to, um, you're going to see something that says there's a lack in leadership or management. And um, it's that, that leadership or management spreads through the whole business in every facet. If you don't have strong leaders um, leading your initiative, if you don't have strong leaders um, connecting with your teams and getting your teams to be high performing teams, then um, it becomes incredibly stressful and incredibly difficult to really grow and really make a dent, um, a dent in the market as you would like to. So I think there's really two things going on here, if I'm hearing you correctly. There is the overall or the overarching theme for the business itself, and that is just the key component of leadership. We have to have that there. And that, you know, so many people may hear that and go, well, yeah, you know, if you don't have leadership, you will fail. But you know better than anybody, you're seeing businesses out there trying to survive without the proper leadership 
in place, as you just mentioned. And then I think on the other hand, it's for the individual business owner, and that is those four building blocks for success, for lack of better words here, that either will allow a business to thrive or will allow a business to quickly crumple. As it says here, eight out of 10 businesses fail in the first five years. I mean, that's just a, an amazing stat. So let's go through these four real real quickly that you've hit on here. And, and I don't want to over-talk these four, but I think they're so crucial for us to camp out on for the entrepreneur who's listening to this out there and maybe either stuck with where they are now and beating their head against the wall or thinking about going out on their own in that entrepreneur direction. First one, as you mentioned, is mindset. That is such a big thing that I talk about here on the podcast. Why do you feel like such smart, competent people who have the means and resources and finances encourage many times to go out and start their own businesses, get so caught up in a uh, derailed mindset? Wow, that's a, that's a huge question there, Jared. I, I think um, what it is, is um, they, for the most part, they're experts in, in their field. They know what they're doing. But when it comes to the business of business, I think that's where um, a lot of entrepreneurs get lost um, in the weeds. You know, understanding um, understanding what, what's, what your business is really there to do. At the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, it's the end goal of your business is to help someone solve a problem or help someone gain an advantage in doing something. And so what happens is a lot of business owners get lost in the day-to-day activities. They get lost in trying to do everything by themselves. And they never take time out to get back to the fundamental of who am I trying to help here? And um, should I really be doing this at this point? So we have the issue of mindset, and then we go to applying the right strategy. So as I mentioned, there might be uh, very smart, very educated people that have the financial means to go out and start businesses that other people couldn't. They've got the courage to move forward to do that. And maybe they do even have the right mindset going into this because they've been properly coached a certain way or they just know what they're they're facing as they enter into this entrepreneurial journey, but they just don't apply the right strategies from the, out, uh, from the outset. When you're coaching people or you're looking at other people out there, what is it that's getting them tripped up uh, when they're not applying the right strategies and uh, speak into that for us? Yeah, so I think the, the number one that trips uh, business owners up all the time and I come across it all the time is trying to make their business for everyone in the marketplace, which is um, just not feasible. And um, it's just not smart in and of itself. Every, no matter how big of a company, if you look at a company like Apple, which is now the most valuable company in the world, they have a direct target market that they're, ta- they're speaking with at all times. And they don't, they don't want every customer. They just want those customers that they know are going to respond to their to their, to their solutions that they're providing. And so what a lot of business owners do is um, you ask, um, who can use this? They say, everyone can use it. Well, yeah, everyone could use it, but who should be using it? You know, and um, that's, that's where uh, strategy comes into play, where you got to understand is that, okay, I have limited resources of finances and marketing collateral and team members. How can I leverage all of this together to make, to have a direct hit on the target. Our, our target, you know, for the next 90 days to generate 20, 30,000 revenue, whatever it is for you. But how do you, what's, how do you boil it down to one thing that we could do? And who can we speak to that is going to respond to this message at this point in time? And uh, that's where it, 
it, it pays off to be very strategic in your approach and understanding um, what your market is saying and what your business can handle. And a great question to ask a lot of business owners and it baffles them is, is your business ready for a growth opportunity? Can you take on 100 customers right now at this point? And a lot of them, yeah, they want to grow their business, but they're like, no, I couldn't handle 100 customers right now. I'll probably lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> right. So, you know, it, it becomes strategic. It's just the strategy is that, okay, how can I uh, grow my business? How can I position my business to be able to handle 100 more customers at, in the next 90 days or 20, 30 more? However it is, however much it is for you, um, you got to start thinking into those minute details. And that's why um, as a business owner, you can't get caught up in the day to day because these are the important decisions that you have to think about all day. And that's why uh, you have to start being strategic with your time. Um, knowing that you only have 24 hours, you can't do all the tasks that need to be done in a business. It's pretty much impossible after a while, you're going to get burnt out, frustrated, overwhelmed with that's the day-to-day activities. You got to figure out a way to leverage your time and uh, being strategic to know that I can give two concentrated focus hours in this task. But if, if I do that, then I have to give up this and I have to have someone else or find another way to get this task done if I'm going to focus two hours an hour there. Yeah, so a lot about delegation in there and not getting not getting burnout, which is key for me. My listeners know um, just just trying to come back from the uh, burnout and fatigue and really why the podcast was created. I've said many times over, but uh, you know, I heard you say something really key in there as well. And I had Sam Ovens on my podcast recently, and one of the biggest lessons that he taught me was that you cannot, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much how many resources you can throw toward your business or your product, is you cannot go out and try to create desire in the market. You can go and take desire that's in the market and you can create things around that that people want, but you can't just go out there and throw things out and people say, hey, this is a really cool thing, but I don't need it. Like, how do I use it? I don't need it. And so a lot of that is just those uh, those strategies that you mentioned and then the uh, the delegation, the systematized part of it as well. So if we've got our mindset down, we've got the right strategies in place at a, at a given time for the uh, a goal that we're trying to accomplish here, now we get into the execution of that. Where do you see business leaders failing at the execution once they have those first two critical building blocks in place? Um, I see business failing execution um, when it comes to uh, they'll get excited about the strategy. And, yeah, I have a great mindset. But when it comes to actually doing the work, even though a lot of them are really talented and good at what they do, Again, the actual work, they're busy, but they're not productive. And that's how I could boil it down. They're busy, but not productive, um, meaning they have 100 things they're doing or oh, my calendar is full. But at the end of the day, it's like, what did you achieve today? How closer did you get to your goal today? Oh, I'll probably do that tomorrow or something like that. And it's all that, that's where tactical execution comes in, is that you have to be strategic, but you have to, the, the tactics applied to those strategies has to be direct. And said, if you're going to carve out an hour to do something, do it. Just do it no matter what. And you have to start forcing yourself in the habit of getting things done no matter how small. And that helps your mindset along the way of always starting and finishing something, no matter how small, no matter how large. And that's one thing I, uh, I've taken from the military is that once you start something, you own it, you're responsible for it, and you got to see it through completion. And that goes on from the top general to the private that's just coming in. If you start something, you're responsible. You see it through to the end. You can get help, but you need to see it through to the end no matter what. 
Yeah, it's the, the sticking with it that most people find is very, very hard uh, to do, even if you have the right building blocks in place on the front end. And then that gets us to what we've kind of already talked about. As, as you can see, some of these, those of you listening out there can see that some of these bleed over into the other ones, but uh, timing, we've already mentioned a little bit about timing and creating timing in the market, but speak specifically to that where leaders are failing in timing. I would think, you know, it's hard enough to get those first three building blocks set up like dominoes, right? You got your mindset right, which is absolutely hard. You've got the strategies that you're putting in place that you found uh, work or, or are working. You've got the execution where you're carrying it out. And now you've got to stick with it. If those weren't hard enough already, now you got to get the timing right. Because you could do all of that and then still fail, right? I mean, that's the crazy part about business. And, the, and the, also the thing that makes people have the thrill of the chase, right? Whenever they ha- when they have their own business. But talk about leaders failing at timing and where they get tripped up. Yeah. So with timing, um, a lot of times, Business owners, they they wait too long to execute or execute too early. The goal and the initiative is to be in that sweet spot right there in the perfect timing uh, for your for your market. Um, Which do you find is happening more often? Are they waiting too long or are they trying to launch too early? From the from the conversations I've had, is they have launched too early. They haven't done the right market research. They haven't um, gathered enough data to say to dictate their next move their next step and they get excited with the the jitters of starting a business, which is understandable. It's an exciting uh, journey to go on. But if you're not um, careful, um, it'll end up in a lot of hurt, pain and loss finances along the way if you don't do it right. And which is um, what happens a lot of times. And just that pains my heart to see uh, people who really have dreams to start a business and, and they fail. It really, really hurts me because as I said, my parents were small business owners and I saw it when it was good. They were really happy and uh, my brothers and I enjoyed it. And when it was wasn't going that well, um, you know, they were arguing um, the house was a lot of tension and all that good uh, all that stuff was there so um, it, it hurts me to see when to see when someone starts you know, starts a business and it fail um, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine um, la- last year in Georgia alone they had about 10,000 new LLCs and I'm thinking I'm like wow if the statistics are true, 8,000 of those are going to be gone in the next five years. That's not good. I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost, uh, I mean, it's almost scary ground for anyone going out there. I I find that many people, this has been my experience, many people, they like the buzzword of the entrepreneur. They like the title. They like being their own boss. They like the autonomy. They like just, you know, taking the ball and running with it, so to speak. And then the more they read about it and the more they find out and do research about it as they get ready to launch, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe I'm okay in this. Uh, maybe I'm okay in this job as being an employee or not non entrepreneur because it is scary. I mean, as you know, all the things that you're saying and all the statistics that you uh, that you're giving there. I've got a quick question for you here. You are you are your own business owner, and we all know that we need coaches. Michael Jordan had uh, his own business coach. Many professional athletes that are the best of the best have their own coaches out there. I should say, not business coaches per, per se, but they have their own coaches. Who keeps you in line when your mindset starts drifting and wondering? And what do you do as far as your routines to keep yourself good to where you can always show up at the best version of yourself for your clients? So I, I have a coach myself. Um, and that's just from an integrity standpoint. Um, I believe in coaching and the process. And the, one of the one of the best ways I can show that is to actually engage in the coaching process myself also. And so I have a coach that keeps me accountable that, you know, 
give me a kick in the butt every now and then when I uh, when I fall off. And I, I'm human. I do have times when I like I don't want to do this today. I really just rather sleep. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so um, I have those days too. And uh, I, that's why I have a coach. And that's why I. I built that accountability system to say, okay, you're far enough, get up and let's go. And, um, you know, and that's just something that I learned in the military from day one. You go in the military, the first, one of the first things you get is you get assigned a battle buddy. And, you know, that's your buddy. He's, he's responsible for knowing when you're hurt, when you're down, when you're emotionally not ready, when you're physically not ready. And uh, I just took that same thing and said, okay, if it works there, um, it, it, it's a great system that works in the military. Um, to have that accountability to say, hey, come on, man, let's do five more push-ups. Let's, let's run an extra mile or whatever. Um, it works just, uh, I'm assuming it works just as well in the business environment to have someone who's holding your hand, but not holding your hand, but someone to, to be as a guide for you, as a, as a as bumper railings for you to say, okay, you're way too, you're, you're wide right, you're wide left. You need to kind of come back in the middle and try to try to navigate that path. I know this is a case-by-case basis, but let's just paint a picture here for entrepreneur A, let's just call them, somebody out there that maybe uh, maybe you're not working with, but you're, you're about to start engaging with, and I'm sure you meet these people out there all the time. I would think that maybe your job as a business coach is not to coach people through the good times, but I'm sure you're coaching them through the bad times in, in most cases. I mean, eight out of every 10 businesses failing in the first five years. So uh, entrepreneur A is out there, is not engaged working with you yet. He's uh, got his mindset in the slump, uh, in the slumps. He thinks everything's, uh, you know, all for naught. He's tried certain things. He's thrown tons of money at his business. And all of a sudden, you know, here comes a superhero, Andreas Jones, to come save the day. What is the first bit of advice that you give someone who has already almost given up in their mind, but so desperately wants to make it work? Uh, the first, the first uh, advice I give him is uh, this one question. I'll say, why did you start in the first place? Because I need to understand where they're coming from. What was their motivation in starting the business and um, see if there's some alignment with that initial thought or um, um, initial goal that they set out. And uh, I think it's incredibly important to establish a starting point. Um, it's just like if you go to the doctor, um, every time you go, they ask, they ask you to fill out the form. Have you ever had all these diseases? And it's just to get a benchmark to figure out where you're at today um, before we can go into the next step. So, Andreas, as I mentioned, a lot of your work as a business coach is just cleaning up the mess. You're coming in uh, with people who maybe think that they're on the the path out of the business and having to, you know, lose the business, and you're trying to coach them back to higher levels of success and performance and those sort of things. So, let's turn the spotlight around to you. I would love to know about your routines. If if anyone out there needs to be on their game day in and day out. It has to be a business coach uh, because your clients really have to know that you can take them through this uh, just like you did uh, in with your, um, your, your units in the military and things like that. I mean, you, you learned a lot of valuable lessons there that you're now using today. But talk to me a little bit about your daily routines, sleep, rest, nutrition, diet, when you have time to unplug, all those things you're doing to keep your mind and your body healthy so that you can be the best version of yourself for everyone else that you're working with. No, absolutely. So I think the number one thing that I do um, every 90 days is I have a day of purpose. And my day of purpose entails uh, no phone, no no computers. I just take a walk out in nature, walk the trails, walk by the river, go to the waterfalls and just unplug from everything. And that keeps me grounded. That helps me to reflect on my past 90 days and uh, see, figure out where did I do well? Where could I improve? 
and what's going to be my next steps uh, for the next 90 days. And that that route. So that's a, that's a full that's a full day of dedicated time outside of the business that you've got scheduled in every ninety days to go and focus on that. Oh yes, yes, no no interruptions. Uh, my, my wife is one hundred percent on board with it, and I just take off and you know I because as you said I have to be on my game. And for me personally, when any business owner says Andres, I want to work with you, I take that responsibility real serious because if I fail them more than likely that fails their business, that fails their dream, that hurts their family, whatever way it does. So I take that responsibility real heavy. Sometimes I think I overdo it. I want it so bad more than they do sometimes. Um, I have to slow down. But that's the type of responsibility and ownership I take off the process of helping someone get through those tough times is because that decision for them to say, yes, I want to work with you is is not only uh, affecting them, but it will affect everything else around them if I don't do a good job. And so I need to unplug. I need to reflect. I need to be able to figure out my next best steps. Uh, and is this a very systematized, um, you know, breakaway for lack of better words that you're doing where you kind of cover the same questions each time to see how your growth is, or is it more just reflecting as a whole on your business and on you personally, as far as what needs to be changed? What, what methods do you have there? Cause I think that's really important for a lot of our Busy guys that are grinding it out, entrepreneurs especially, to take that time to go unwind. But I find that many of them that decide to finally do that, they kind of go empty-handed. They go out there and go, well, I, I kind of went and sat by myself for a while and I thought, well, all, all they're doing is thinking about all the stresses of work and all of that. So mm -hmm. what is your system like when you take that time away? Uh, so it's a mixture of both of this peer reflection and um, a systematized approach. Um, so I took this approach uh, from the military that we do after every mission, every exercise, every drill um, is an act after action review. And basically we said, we asked three questions. What three things went well? What things didn't go so well? And what three things can we do better next time? And after everything in the military, we asked those three questions in our after action review. And that's kind of the same um, system I have when, I, when I'm doing my reflection. Uh, you know, I'm writing, writing th um, these things out. I'm figuring out, okay, um, I did well in that area, but then what do I need to improve on? What didn't go so well? Um, where did I kind of let down and kind of didn't show up 100% from a customer? For my client, I should say, because um, my personal belief is that if I don't show up 100 percent every time I talk to a client, I'm failing them because they they are paying me for my 100 percent best. And uh, that's important to me um, personally. And then also, uh, along the path of reflection is just reflecting on my life to see, oh, um, how's life been, man? Um, you've been busy. <laughs> you know, how's life been? You know, kind of kind of have a, some self-talk to, to get myself back in the game. No, it's so um, important. And um, yeah, I just do that. You know, as it is, it, it's, it's seems simple, but it's an incredible, powerful exercise that I do every 90 days for me. That's so important that you're scheduling that in. And uh, is, are there ever times where you feel like the business is weighing down on you or just your mindset's in the wrong place that you feel like you need to go and build in uh, a day in there before those 90 days? Have you ever done that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've had I have tough weeks just like everyone else. Um, I have uh, times when, you know, um, I'm not hitting my goals that I, that, like I want to. And those um, decisions and those, you know, stresses weigh on me heavily. And I was like, OK, I really need to, to just unplug even for an hour or two, whatever it is. I need to, to take a step away to regroup um, because I find if I don't do that, then I'm just continuing in that downward spiral if I don't take a moment to reset um, and um, and recharge. 
Oh, I think that's so important. I'm so glad you shared that. And just talking about self-growth and self-development, I heard at one point through a, a talk that I heard you give, you said uh, you were told to read Think and Grow Rich for 14 straight days. And if you missed a day, you had to start all over again. What was the uh, the reasoning behind that? I don't remember the storyline behind it, but uh, what was the reasoning behind that? And, uh, and, and did you end up doing it? Did you read it straight for 14 days? Yes, uh, persistence is just um, keep doing it no matter how mundane the task is. If it's important enough for you to do it, you got to do it. And, you know, that's kind of sticking to what we talked about earlier. And so that was one of the things uh, my mentor challenged me with. He said, OK, I'm going to work with you. Your first test is to read this one chapter every day for 14 days. If you miss it on day 13, got to start over and do it. 14 days straight. And I didn't miss it, mess it up twice and I had to do it um, until I got it 14 days straight. And um, <laughs> he said, don't call me until you do it 14 days straight. Because if you can't do this one simple thing for 14 days, that's all the maximum for 14 days, an hour, 30 minutes, however long it takes you to read one chapter, then, um, you know, working together with me is just going to waste my time and your time. Um, because you're not committed enough to just do one thing. Imagine when it comes to implementing strategies in your business. If this is, um, if, if you do this this way, it more than likely is going to transfer how you do business and kind of the root of your problems at this point. And so um, it was an incredible uh challenging exercise because I've never done anything like that before. I was like, dude, I just paid you a whole bunch of money. You're telling me to read a <laughs> chapter for 14 days? Well, that, this is not what I paid you for. I want to know how to grow my business. Yeah, that, give me that's what I paid it for. And, you know, so that was a, an incredible, humbling experience for me, to say the least, to to do that. And it, it had tremendous dividends. And at the end of the day, because I, I, once I did it, I was like, oh, man, I could I can do this. You know, I did it 14 days straight, you know, and everything, everything else from that point um, that he has, he has given me, um, I've been able to tackle and I've come up short sometimes. Um, and I, I like to always tell my, uh, tell my clients and everyone I meet, um, you know, I might've done a lot of things in my life, but no, I'm, I'm human. I come up short sometimes too, but I just, I won't accept defeat and I won't quit. Oh, it's so awesome. And I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I've got something that I talk with my advisors that I'm coaching here called progressive expectations that I learned a long time ago. And it goes right in right in line with what you just said. And I thought it'd be a perfect time to mention it to my regular listeners, but it's, it's the same idea. It's take something, whatever this unit of measurement is on, on something that's very valuable for Andreas. It was reading, uh, thinking grow rich for 14 days. And if you don't read that one chapter every day for 14 days, you have to start over. And what I, uh, what I tell my advisors here, and people can apply this to any business they're in or anything that they're doing when it comes to mindset, is pick something that's valuable for you that you know if you did it, it would mean growth and sharpening in your life, and pick a unit of measurement, whether it's 14 days, whether it's five days, whether it's something else, and try to do that. And what we do here in my office is if somebody can't do the certain task, let's say it's, uh, let's say it's something, they're trying to get 10 of something, and if they can't do the 10 within a certain amount of time, then we back that down to nine. Mm -hmm. If they can't do the nine within a certain amount of time, then we back that down to eight. And at some point, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to wake up and feel awfully foolish that we've gotten that number so low that they're going to look at themselves in the mirror as an adult and go, what in the world am I doing? I can't, <laughs> yeah, even, do, I can't even do four of these things. You know, whatever it is, you guys fill in the blank out there for yourselves. And then once you do it, once you attack it and once you do it for a week or two weeks straight, then you start taking that number back up. And what you're doing is you're moving forward now but you're doing it with confidence, just like you did. You, you got the 14 days completed and you probably look back on that and thought, man, how silly. Why didn't I just do that the very first time out? But sometimes we have to go through 
<laughs> these little silly things in order to go, oh my gosh, I don't ever want, I don't ever want to seem that silly again. I don't ever want that to happen again. And it makes you stronger, you know, in the other things that you're doing. So we start building back on that. We go back up to five and we say, do that again for another two weeks. And then, and it's amazing how when they start working those numbers back up, they mm-hmm. can get to such a high number on whatever this thing is they're trying to accomplish over a two week period. It's like, why did you make us back you all the way down to four just for not doing what you're doing? It's like the whole busy, but not productive, as you mentioned, uh, thing earlier. So thanks so much for sharing that. that that's actually, that's a really good thing. And I appreciate you sharing that. So as we get ready to wrap up the podcast here, Andreas, very important question I'd love to ask you because of your leadership abilities and your business coaching abilities. But as a business leader and coach, what is something, and I, I do think this type of question gets thrown around a lot, so I always hesitate to ask it, but I really do want to ask it for you. What mm-hmm. is something you wish you knew 10 years ago when it comes to leadership in the world of business uh, that if you could go back and tell yourself 10 years younger, you you would? Uh mm-hmm. That one thing would be that I don't need to do it by myself. Um, I always, I grew up with six brothers, and so everything for me was a competition. And um, I always thought that if I couldn't do it by myself, I was, uh, I was failing. I was a failure. And so I kind of developed that mindset that I have to do everything by myself every single time. And accepting help from anyone else means that I failed. And so if one thing I, I could tell myself 10 years younger is that you, know, you don't have to do it by yourself really don't. Yeah, the further I go in business and the older I get, the more I realize that getting help from others is, uh, number one, it's it's the best way to keep you sane, right? Because you'll go nuts <laughs> if you have to just do it all on your own. But but in all honesty, it, it really is a, a switch of the mindset, so to speak, because I look at delegation now and I look at proper delegation and strategies in my own business and in my own life, even in my family life. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it from very much a source of strength uh, because I can only be the best version of myself if I'm really focusing on the things I need to focus on, not every single thing that comes my way. So really appreciate you sharing that and the the delegation is key. So we've hit on a lot today, mindset, strategies, execution, and timing on the four building blocks. We talked about leadership and the overall scope of the business. We've talked about delegation. Man, we we just want to thank you so much for being here with us today. I know you're a super busy guy all over the place. And I, I know you're all over the place because I see you all over the place out there, <laughs> even before you uh, you and I got connected. But uh, thanks so much for sparing your time here on the Success 101 podcast. I know everyone who listens to this message will be better off for it. And how can we steer more traffic your way uh, in the world of uh, social media or your website? Give us some lead-ins there. Yeah, I so the best way to, to, to get in contact with me and to kind of see my work is uh, on my website, combatbusinesscoaching.com. And uh, they are right. Um, I provide daily strategies and uh, blog posts and everything else in between. You have my contact information there. Uh, my social media profiles all there uh, if you need if you want to connect with me um, in whatever capacity uh, that would be for you. And in the world of social media, what are your different handles and screen names for the uh, so I am out there? Uh, I am on uh, Facebook and Twitter at the Andreas Jones, and um, on uh, Instagram at Andreas A Jones. Awesome. Well, we will link everything up in show notes, and we appreciate your time. And what I didn't tell you was just how much I absolutely love the Caribbean, man. It, it's uh, like, yeah. it holds <laughs> my heart in a special place. Something about blue water and boats and uh, <laughs> all of that. We went on our honeymoon there. Uh, I'd been to the Caribbean just a couple of times, but we went on our honeymoon there years ago. And I swear for like the next six years, I put uh, curry on everything that I ate. Everywhere we went, they had these like little sandwiches with like curry on it. So my wife would make like spaghetti and she'd make like this wonderful meat sauce and all this with the spaghetti. And I go sprinkle a bunch of curry on it. She's like, what are you doing? So I just, I wanted to recreate as many uh, Caribbean oh, man, dishes awesome. as that's I could. Awesome. So, 
Uh, great. Well, thanks for your time, Andreas. We'll link everything up and uh, certainly appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, thank you very much for having me, Jared. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Guys, I enjoyed having Andreas on the podcast today. Be sure and head over to his website and the social media outlets that he's on out there to connect better with him. If you would like to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is my email address, which is info at success101podcast.com or in the world of social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash success101podcast, on Twitter at Warren Jared, and on Instagram at success101podcast. I loved having you guys here with me today, and I'll catch you again on the next episode of the Success 101 Podcast. Until then.